I had a consultation on Friday afternoon with a lady who wanted uh, a rhinoplasty, uh, Asian rhinoplasty, and she said she had seen or talked to four other uh, consults, and she asked um, whether I did silicone implants in the nose for Asian patients, and I said, absolutely not. And she said, well, you know, theirs was about $600 less, um, you know, in charge, and a large reason is that the implant costs like $1,000. Um, and I'll tell you the history of my using silicone implants. So back when I first started practice almost 20 years ago, I learned in Asia how to do silicone implants. It literally took me about 10 minutes in the office, totally awake. Uh, I did an L-strut implant into the nose. Um, and the problem with the L-strut implant is that it has so many issues, uh, infection, extrusion, contraction, calcification, uh, so many problems. Uh, so I migrated from a single piece L-strut silicone implant over to what's called a two-piece augmentation using a, uh, a eye-shaped silicone implant for the bridge and cartilage tip grafting, which then took my 10-minute procedure up to about two and a half hours, um, or let's say an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, the problem with that is the same problem. Silicone contracts, it shrinks, it doesn't look right, it can, it can actually drop down to the bottom of the nose, extrude, extrude being, being pushed through the skin, serious problems. Now what's, what's interesting in contrast to this is that silicone implants as a chin implant is fantastic, highly stable, removable, um, just fantastic, doesn't compress. Uh, and after silicone, and I tried this for a few years, really hated it, I migrated over to Gore-Tex, or expanded polytetrafluoroethylene. That's a mouth, mouthful. Uh, Gore-Tex I used for about 10 years. Um, pretty happy with it. Overall, didn't compress or shrink like silicone. Uh, did not slip down or extrude like silicone. Never had that. Rarely got infected. I only saw one infection, and that was from another doctor coming into me. It was actually a big disaster. But I have never seen an infection in my hands over 10 years. So Gore-Tex was a, an amazingly good product. There's some issues with Gore-Tex is that there was still some shrink wrapping I didn't like. Um, there was a little bit of distortion where the implant would actually start to become compressed slightly uh, over time. And that was not so good because Gore-Tex, I used to use as chin implants, um, they would actually lose about a millimeter of augmentation to it, so I didn't like that. So I migrated over now in the last few years to dice cartilage tissue. So I use a dice rib graft and uh, cadaveric rib, which they choose the best rib for that. And then I use a tissue glue, which is a temporary glue that goes away in a few months. I like that because very low absorption, no real warping with that. Uh, much softer, smoother look, doesn't compress over time, doesn't, and so there's so many advantages. A lot more work, a lot more labor to get it done, um, but it's just totally, totally so much better. With a tip, also, um, this is something that's probably overkill in this conversation because we're really talking about silicone implants and why I don't use them. But the uh, tip, you can listen to my podcast on this about caudal step, septal extension grafts where I'm getting a much more reliable tip projection. In the past, I would just put a little strut graft in there and the tip would drop. With Asian noses, there are so many advantages to a caudal septal extension graft. Actually, I should just do a separate podcast on that. Uh, sort of an update uh, and revisit of that concept. So maybe save it for a separate podcast. But the real benefit of 
avoiding silicone is all the complications that come with that implant.